0: from KQED.
1: I'm so sorry I got to do this to you, but today we're heading to the DMV.
0: What do you think it'll take to fix this problem? A bulldozer. <laughs> Why a bulldozer?
2: <laughs> just plow them all over, just get rid of all the DMVs and you have to go to them. Just fix the whole problem.
1: This is how bad the DMV is right now an agency that we all know can be hell to visit, has gotten even worse over the last year. Wait times at DMVs in the Bay Area are up 48%. This week, California state legislators are planning on holding two separate hearings with two different solutions. I'm Devin
0: Kadiyama. Welcome to the Bay. I wasn't there from start to finish, but I certainly talked to plenty of people who were. Brian Anderson is a political reporter for the Sacramento Bee. I went on a Thursday afternoon. I arrived, go through the parking lot, and it is jam-packed, filled with cars, and if you want a spot, it's all but imaginary. Dozens of people waiting outside in sweltering 98-degree heat. Parking is a nightmare here and they're waiting outside because the couple hundred spots that are inside are filled to the brink with people who are, are waiting. I got here probably about 11 something.
2: I've been here since 8 o'clock.
0: It's the first time as a reporter where I've had people come up to me to ask to be interviewed. <laughs> and how long did it take to get your number, just to get the number?
2: Uh, maybe like two
0: hours. So. As I was getting into it, people wanted to come up and, and share their thoughts. It's just been extra hot and, you know, they just got me waiting super long. So I spoke with one person named Tyree Nichols who had been there since around 9.30, 10 a.m.-ish.
2: Well, 9.45, and the experience has been a very long wait. Uh, yeah. It's been very agonizing and very agitating waiting here.
0: He's a 25-year-old Sacramento resident
2: and you're here stuck, so that was my experience. It was a really bad one, actually. As of
0: 3.30 p.m., he was still waiting in line. And what were you trying to do here today?
2: I was just trying to get a a real California ID, that's it. And I've been waiting for a little closer to five hours
0: now. He did a lot of things that the DMV urges customers to do. I looked online to get the requirements of what I needed he went online, he looked at what the wait times were. He said that they were going to be bad, so I prepared
2: myself, but... He was
0: trying to consider making an appointment, but couldn't find one that met his timeline of what he wanted to get done. The wait times, what they mean is it's the time you get your number to the time you get called.
2: Yeah. Did you know that? I did not know that. Now I understand why they are very slow.
0: There's this concept on about what a wait time actually is. So he would look online and say, there's a an hour and 45 minute wait time. So he expected to be in and out within a couple hours, but he didn't know that there's a little disclaimer that says a wait time is how m- much time you spend between getting your ticket and getting seen at a window. It doesn't include the time you spend waiting to get your number in the first place.
2: Well, for anybody out there who has no patience, I honestly think that you will gain your patience here today. Do you feel like you are going to be here for till 5 o'clock and get ready to camp because that's what this DMV is all about.
0: So, going inside, you see a rope to get people to the main window where they'll get their number. Once people get their number, they're seated in black chairs, several rows back, probably about 8 to 10. And there's one employee who's trying to answer questions from people who are seated, waiting in line, wanting to know when they'll be going up next. It, it was just chaotic from the moment I arrived. People show up early to the DMV. They
1: stand in line, to get their ticket. And what you found out is the average wait time in the Bay Area increased 48% from last year, which means I think the average wait time increased 26 minutes to about 80 minutes total. What's the DMV saying about why wait
0: times have increased so much? They would say that real ID, it's just a federal requirement that says if you're going into an airport and you just want to use your driver's license starting in 2020, you have to have a real ID So with this federal mandate that's going into effect in a couple of years, the DMV has seen an outpouring of people who are showing up. And what are your thoughts on having to go through this? It's DMV. (laughs) It's kind of just what it is. man. But I should mention it's not the only reason there are increased wait times. Director Gene Shiomoto's perspective of just saying that We're definitely not just sitting here in our offices and we're getting out to regional offices. So there was a general deflection away from upper level management onto other problems at the DMV, citing issues with training employees on a new queuing system. There were some hiring issues. It's a number of different things. It's not just real ID. There's only one... Plus to this, I can see that if your number is far out, way far out, you can always leave and go over to get something to drink or something.
1: You know what I find maybe comical about this? The DMV has always had long lines. Like, it's been a kind of a running (laughs) joke about how bureaucratic the DMV has been. So why
0: is it such a big deal now? I think you're correct in saying there's always been long lines. It's just... What you define as long is even longer now. So
1: now's the limit, huh? Now's the when lawmakers are saying, man, people are really complaining about the DMV. We got to do something.
0: Right. I mean, they're hearing from their constituents. One assemblyman, uh, Phil Ting, he sent in a photo of just the line going through the door. So some of these lawmakers are experiencing it for themselves as well.
1: So it's reached a point where lawmakers are hearing from constituents about how bad the DMV is. What are lawmakers
0: doing about this? So there are two different trains of thought. One is we need to throw more money at this issue. The DMV doesn't have enough employees. They need more money. Another idea is, well, the DMV has plenty of money. What the problem is is with upper-level management. So it really depends on which political party you ask. Assemblyman Phil Ting says, if this is a resource issue, yes, we should throw more money at the problem. But you have another Republican assemblyman named Jim Patterson who's saying the DMV has enough money we need an audit to hold upper level management accountable.
1: Brian, thanks a lot. Appreciate it.
0: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, Devin.
1: Brian Anderson is a political reporter for the Sacramento Bee. He also sends out the Capital Alert newsletter. To subscribe and to read his full story, you can check out our episode notes or visit sacbee.com. Also, thanks to the paper for letting us use audio that Brian recorded while out reporting. So back in the 1920s, some people thought Oakland could be the great metropolis of the West Coast. On the Bay, we talk a lot about the present, but there's some pretty amazing East Bay history that includes giant planes and hot air balloons and a story behind one of Oakland's most prominent abandoned buildings. You can find all of that on the podcast East Bay Yesterday. It's a history podcast that's not stuck in the past. Plus, if you subscribe to the show, you'll learn about all the other stuff that host Liam O'Donoghue does besides the podcast, like walking tours. Pretty cool. Subscribe to East Bay Yesterday wherever you get your shows. I'm Devin Kadiyama. You've been listening to The Bay.
0: Brian Anderson, Audio Test, here with the Sacramento Bee on KQED The The Bay, bay. the one and only spot. Okay. (laughs)